welcome to Forever <laughs> Canon, the podcast where we talk about refugees and families and near riotous poop swamp camps. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. And this week on Forever Canon, we are back right on time talking about New Jedi Order, not Fate of the Jedi, not Legacy of the Force. I had to discard both of those before. New Jedi Order, Book 5, Agents of Chaos 2, Jedi Apocalypse came to mind. Apocalypse? Okay. Jedi Eclipse. Oh, man. New Jedi Order, Book 5, Agents of Chaos 2, Jedi Eclipse, not <laughs> Apocalypse. <laughs> not Axe Paul Eclipse, just Eclipse. <laughs> just a simple Eclipse. The apocalypse is much more... This is hard. <laughs> 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 Anyways, we're going to talk about chapters 9 through 12 of the book that I refuse to say once again. This week, uh, it's just, this book is is like a bit of a slow setup through the first half. Mm-hmm. It's not terribly, it's not really a page turner. Other than I'm turning the pages for the podcast. Yeah, but I'm not like can't I can't wait to see what happens next at any point so far. In this so week. far, yeah, but maybe that will change this week with chapters nine through twelve. But first, bum bum bum. Previously, on Forever Canon, Leia's refugees are refused. Skitter meets a Yamisk. Luke senses subterfuge. Solo Bros team up for center point. Ren and refugees land on Agra Slavery Planet, and Leia. Meets with Hapen Nobles. Starts complicated ex-boyfriend drama. As you do. Mm-hmm. When you're a princess. Yeah. Come on. But that was last week, guys. Last week was pretty fun, actually. I mean, it did all end up with a prince slapping a man <laughs> <laughs> at a public function, right? Yeah. I guess it, oh, that was pretty fun. This week, chapter nine picks up. In a different spot. Not where we left off. And the first three words of chapter nine. Punch it, Droma. And I'm like, ah, nature is healing. On Solo is feeling better about life in general, but more specifically, his grief. A very difficult word to process. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm not sure that I, w- I want to hear him say that to just random guy. Yeah. I, I don't and haven't gotten the feeling ever since we first met this guy and they already parted ways. We met him on the Jubilee wheel. They escaped together and then they parted ways. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't get the feeling this guy's hanging around forever. Yeah. We're and... looking for his family and it's see you later. Yeah. Cause that's, he'd go with his family. I don't need him to get too comfortable in that pilot seat. And the co-pilot seat. He's not. The pilot seat is huge. It's made for a Wookiee or the co-pilot seat. Like, does it have a hole cut out for his cattail? <laughs> what kind of tail? Biker mouse from Cat Mars. Why do they have tails like that? I don't know. I picture a mouse with like a little poof on, or like a little poof on the end of the tail. But he's got like a long tail. Yeah. He's got like a long prehensile tail. Yeah, with like, yeah, a, a cotton ball on a toque. <laughs> yeah. A poof. Anyways, what am I talking about? Punch it, Droma. Han Solo. I guess he's feeling better, but no thanks for me. 
They're being pursued in space above Sreeler, where we last left them, mm-hmm. as they were escaping, and there's seven coral skippers attacking them because something has gone wrong, and we're dropping into the middle of it. Last time we left them, they were like, we're, le- we're going to leave this place. Yeah. And then we jump into like the action already happening. Yeah. We don't read about, oh, we here, here they come on the sensors and wait for them to catch up and then exchange some fire and whatever. No, we jump like right into the heat of the action. It's great. It's a good writing trick. It's a good way to do things. Uh, it has a phrase. Uh, on media res or something like that. And, and media res. In the know. middle of it is what it means. Okay. Don't start at the beginning. Don't start at the, the pre-chorus. <laughs> Get in the hot middle of the sweet lyrics in your chorus that you want everybody to remember. Anyways, we jump into the middle of the action. Something has gone wrong during the escape. And Han is being weirdly indecisive. Yeah. He cancels a hyperspace jump that they were plotting and then decides to return to the planet. Uh, He's going to head to the gun turret at one point and then, nope, he goes back to the pilot seat. He's just being very uncharacteristically indecisive. Yeah. Uh, And he only wants to head to the planet. To like shake them off, like use the atmosphere or something. Yeah, to do cool piloting tricks, but action, 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 and fly into a sandstorm. And most of the coral skippers are dead. And then this new pair of pilot pals escapes. But the ultimate question, do I care? Not really. It's Han Solo. And I'm like, yeah, you're not, you're not threatening his life with seven coral skippers. Like, yeah. For me, the action scenes don't often have enough stakes. Mm-hmm. Where like, okay, sometimes your furry friend gets smashed by a planet. Yeah. Or a moon. A planetoid. But sometimes you're like, we're in the middle of escaping and we're definitely going to escape. But what's going to go wrong? Is, uh, is something else small going to go wrong? Well, we cut to Han and Droma are safe, but the hyperdrive is busted womp womp yeah right that's what happened ah that was the stakes of the escape now we can't go we can't run all the way away yeah we can't go to where we wanted but i know a place where we can go yeah never fear han solo knows the perfect secret place and no he won't be telling us yeah cut to coruscant in the new apartment of up and coming senator vicky shesh with the worst last name i swear i've ever read Shesh. It's fine to read. Sorry. It's awful to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, this new upstart senator is harassing her moving droids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like being really, really yeah. rude to them. And, and Move that here. No, you know what? I don't like it. Move it back. Time. Yeah. Being like, I guess just like like classic, like, I don't know, caricature of the of businesswoman in charge or something like. No. Move it to the left. Six inches. No, that's not right. Up higher. Like. Being bossy, like, like I don't know. Just for the sake of it, person, yeah. Which is a caricature applied, or whatever, like a like a theme applied to caricatures of power women all the time. But the senator is being mean to her droids. And Commodore Brand arrives to tell her that Corellia slash Centerpoint plan that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. We're going to lure them to Corellia and destroy them with Centerpoint. That's the plan. <laughs> I guess there was. There's not much more. After saying the Corellia Center Point plan, it's all actually right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, you got. I guess you got. There's not a whole lot of explanation necessary. 
No. He comes and tells her the plan, and she is going to drop hints to the huts, she says, in hopes that they pass it along to the Vong, and that Karelia will be left undefended. Un- undefended. Mm. Joke's better on paper. Mm-hmm. I tell you what. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's a pretty good plan. She's going to drop hints, and we'll see what information gets trickled along. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. She sure is shifty, though. Yeah, and he even... Uh, Commodore uh, Brand uh, says, you should have joined the military. You're excellent tactics and tech tactical mind yeah. she's like nah i'd rather tell people where to point their guns than actually be pointing why them. be the one in front of the gun when you can be the one behind it pointing it or yeah whatever yeah she's so, smart she's really smart but she's really good at like subterfuge and she is shifty yeah how about a chapter title for chapter nine everything we need oh i went with nice shooting nice driving Okay. I don't know. I liked it. Just the way that they were given. I don't know. Whatever. Chapter 10. Talon Card, a pirate man who's apparently going to be in this story a bunch. Mm-hmm. I think he's listed in the front. <laughs> Talon Card and Shada Ducal meet with Krev Bombasa because science fiction. <laughs> they're, uh, they're meeting about underhanded planning of peace brigade stuff or something like that right tracking the hut shipments and, and whatever. yeah talon goes to ask for specifically the plans he knows where there's no spice going to be shipped to see if it's true and then it's like the guy doesn't want to tell him and yeah. the pressure on him and suddenly there's two jedi here <laughs> kip duran and ganner rizod are also here with talon card and shadow ducal and krev bombasa and hit like there's I don't know. Suddenly there's two Jedi here and this kind of this pointless scene. Yeah. As just once again, we've reconfirmed that Tina, Bothawi, and Karelia are all on the Yuzhan Vong hit list. Mm-hmm. But it sets up maybe a possible alliance betrayal story between these characters with history together. Like Talon Card yeah. and Krev K- Kumbasta. <laughs> Bumbasta. <laughs> Bumbasta. The two of them are like, oh, of course they know each other from their old smuggling days and stuff. And I don't know what's wrong with Douglas. He can't find a place to be, but he's looking at at the door now. Man, I don't know. This is boring. We already know all this stuff. We're just reiterating information, but doing it to other characters. We don't need to do that in a scene. Yeah. We can talk about that having had happened. Spreading the information out, but having us read about it. Yeah. And then we cut to Chine Kyle. Our Yuzhan Vong leader of the crash, showing Randa the Hut, this Yamisk, and all its tentacle rubber people. Mm-hmm. And ooh, are those Rin? Says the Hut. Don't you know they're famous fortune tellers? And Chine Cow is very intrigued, and he calls them quote diviners. Mm-hmm. So their reputation is spread far enough through the galaxy that everybody knows what they're all about all the time. But nobody ever knows them on site. And, like, nobody yeah. knows anything about them except for all the, like, tropey. Uh, yeah. I don't know what, I, what I'm trying to say. Like, the diminishing qualities. Of... Yeah. Stay away from them. They're shifty. But they could be used for a good time, apparently. But now, apparently, they're in trouble. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> a hut just pointed at them. And a Yuzhan Vong took special interest 
in the ring at the crash with Worth Skidder and Roa and Fazgo. The guys who got eaten by the Vong Snake at the <laughs> Jubilee Wheel in the last book. And Han Solo is going to save them too after he finds... What is the other Rin's name? Droma. Droma. After we find Droma's family, I'm going to go find those guys because they're definitely alive. The Yuzhan Vong aren't, de- aren't known for sacrificing captives into the sun or anything like that. <laughs> Not all of them. Anyways, this book connects to the previous book. Mm-hmm. How about a chapter title? Rare Specimen. Playing both sides. I like yours. Chapter 11. On we go. Princess Leia is now at some place called the Reef Fortress, along with what seems like most of the Hapen nobles. Yeah. They're all here to witness the duel. <laughs> That's what he meant when he said, get your second. It's duel time, like we talked about. Yeah. Prince Isolder and Bede Thane. Like, loser. What a loser's name. <laughs> it's a bad name. <laughs> he is not going to win this. Anyways, after last night's apparently rude backhand to the face bead thane is here for a duel and i got a question about the duel is it to the death because prince isolder's daughter is here Mm -hmm. his mom is here his ex-girlfriend is here is every what is this what are the stakes of this duel it sounds like tunnel call is already pretty important to team solo family apparently they've had memorable moments here previously and i'll read from the book it was here at the fortress that she jason Jaina, and chewie's nephew lobaka had braved carnivorous seaweed and bartok assassins to foil ambassador ifra's plot to overthrow the monarchy here too tunnel ka had finally come to accept the mutilation she had accidentally suffered at jason's hand preferring to make do with her stump Rather than employ a prosthesis, even for a swimming race. All right. The kids uh, spent a summer here one time at the Reef Fortress. And everybody had a good summer vacation. Yeah, everybody learned some things about themselves. And we defeated the carnivorous beasts. Yeah. And speaking of having all this history with the Solo family, apparently, apparently, Grandma is older. What, what is her name? Oh, her name is Chume? Yeah. Right? Okay. Anyways. Her mom, the great-grandma of the family, wanted all the Jedi dead at one point in history. Yep. That's normal. I don't know. Seems to be a complicated web. Web? <laughs> ah! Being webbed, wobbed between all these families. They have a complicated history, and here we are dueling over stuff Mm -hmm. still she's married to another man for 40 years at least 30 uh yeah wow i don't know 25 star wars math is hard but the back to the duel okay back to the duel 3po tells us a hundred times that the martial arts they're about to engage in are deadly and ancient and cool yeah (laughs) not and Leia, you don't have you don't have to watch this. Good, go. Like, Avert your eyes, princess. You shouldn't be witness to such savage yeah, like, beast manity. Bar- barbarism. Yes, but also the martial arts are pretty cool. Says Rupio. It's older and Thane 
decide we need to raise the stakes even more in this duel. That's pr- obviously probably to the death. We're going to raise the stakes and we're going to bet on the duel. The prize being, do we go to war <laughs> beside Princess Leia? Yes or no? Yep. Obviously, his older votes. Yes. That's His bet is yes. If I win, we go to war and save the galaxy with Princess Leia. And if I lose and I'm definitely dead, then we do nothing. Then Princess Leia goes know, home. Yeah. Kill her too in a duel. I don't know. So the entire war hinges on this one duel between these two guys. Yeah. Also, the crowd hates this. Yeah. The whole crowd hates this incredibly important political point being decided in a personal feud and without any of their input. Mm-hmm. The whole crowd hates it. Yeah, both sides. It's an important point. Uh, and then someone drops a red scarf like this is some 1960s drive-in drag race pinup girl. Yep. And the duel is on. This deadly, dangerous martial arts. P.S. They're wearing laser tag gear on their heads and chests. Yeah. The- Whenever someone scores a point, the light's up. Yeah, it registers it, and there's a judge watching. and Yep, there's a ref. This chest lights up when you get hit. What? <laughs> Very honorable duel between two light-up gentlemen and a referee. So once again, a theme I don't, don't, don't have written on the page here for the beginning of this book. But what are the stakes? What are the stakes of anything happening? We're going to duel because you slapped me in the face in public. And then they like put on their boxing gear. Mm-hmm. Step in the ring with a referee. And they're like, ah, oh, okay. Ow, oh, that hurt. Time. T. T. No tag bags. No tag bags. I'm in time. I'm in. I'm in home free. No, don't touch me. <laughs> it very quickly goes from a duel to like, we're going to just have a boxing match about it. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, an MMA fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the stakes aren't that high. To yeah. Be deciding to go to war or not. But it's a pretty well and clearly described MMA fight. Mm -hmm. There's lots of kick, punch, block, and also a synchronized dual kip up. They're both on their backs and launch up to their feet at the same time. Yeah, pretty cool. Chris Jericho would be impressed. Probably not, actually. Why would any wrestler be impressed with that? They do incredible stuff. (laughs) Yes, they do. (laughs) Professional wrestlers? Wow. Anyways. Of course, Prince is older. Wins this long and pointless duel, so they're going to go to war, and Thane is grumpy, and Hapes probably will be too, but they're joining the princess. And now Thane has to apologize publicly. And all this because the prince still has a crush on Princess Leia. Yeah. I can't just, can't just stand by and let you question whether or not Princess Leia is telling the truth in my presence. Because yeah, she very well could have <laughs> defended herself. She very well could have done it. Nobody seemed uh, bothered. Uh, she didn't seem bothered. Nobody cared at all. Anyways. Chapter title? Uh, the Duel. <laughs> Even the duel was boring, man. Like, the action scene was cool, but like... All this talk, all this talk, all this talk. Put on your gloves and padded helmets. And chest protector. Hey, I sold a broken arm. Yeah. That's about as <laughs> dangerous as it got, right? Yeah. And guess what they're going to do? Put some magic space cast around it with goo inside, and it'll be healed in six hours. <laughs> yep. Like, <laughs> catastrophic campaign. 
don't know why, but I liked it. I it was like the very last two words of the chapter, <laughs> and I was going to choose it. <laughs> I got it instead. Chapter twelve. The Rin on Ruan encounter some serious colonizers versus savages vibes. That old racist trope where all these refugees who are from outside the core, as it's called, they're all being taught how to use technology. They're all being taught how to speak English. They're all being taught proper behavior in public, Mm -hmm. how to act civilized around rich people. Hmm. Yep. Why? Couldn't be for slavery purposes, right, Tim? Yeah. That couldn't be exactly what happened to people who were captured from their home and brought over to North America to be slaves. Nah, that's yeah. crazy. And it's multiple. It's not just the agricultural people. Now there's other corporations coming in and saying, hey, from we want these other people. planets and other systems, yeah. like selling to the highest bidder. Yeah. Workers for this reason and, and workers for this. And, and they're indoctrinating and, these people that have no other options other than okay. Which is an ironic mirroring of what the Yuzhan Vong are here to do. Yep. We are here to teach you the truth or die. No, not us. You. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we can't teach you we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> what was all this for? Ah! Anyways, yuck. And it only gets worse when the job offer that the Ren are here to hear about is to be part of a living zoo. Yeah, it's a freak show. Because their species is so rare. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be gross on purpose, to be clear. This isn't like James Lucino's secretly racist and accidentally writing a bunch of racist stuff. This is very all on purpose. Mm-hmm. All very pointing at racism to get, you know, young adults to think about this stuff. Yeah. That's the age you are when you read these books. Teenage years through through like mid-20s is your demographic target. Yeah. Target demographic. Yeah, that was way around. It's pointing it out. It's all very much on purpose and bad, right? Mm-hmm. As the Rin tell us. <laughs> yeah, it's either that or working slave labor on Shining a light on how bad people can be treated mm-hmm. when nobody seems to give them any compassion or empathy. The Rin shockingly declined that job. Yep. And the job of farm slavery on Ruan. Yeah, because. The agricultural company would prefer not to pay their people in credits because they don't want them to gamble them away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, we're not, listen, I built you a house, but I'm going to need like 50,000 bells whenever you get a chance. (laughs) It's very Tom Nook vibes. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll pay you for all the work you do, but don't forget, you owe me. So like, you know. Yeah. Uh, why, why do you want money then? I'll just give you the things you need. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. You don't need any, any access to anything outside of this. Yeah. Very manipulative, abusive, really uh, like power dynamic relationship, mm-hmm. which Tom Nook forces on everybody in Animal Crossing. Just so you know, just pay attention to that next time. <laughs> but back to Star Wars. Okay. Where racism is abound. The Ren decline the jobs and leave and not at all suspiciously, immediately find two humans looking for their expertise. Yeah. Because you know what? They're not just good at fortune telling. They're also incredible liars and forgers. So we want you guys to forge some documents for us to get these ships launched off. And 
we'll give you passage to a Bregado Ray. For all 37 of you, Rin and the baby one too. Yeah. Get you out of that Poop River Shack camp. And they're like, deal. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. We need proper inks and proper papers and but, we'll but do it. Now, this is also a horribly exploitative opportunity. Mm-hmm. But they have more power in the situation. Yeah. Compared to a zoo or straight up slavery. Yeah. Right. But this is them allowing themselves to be manipulated and exploited to try to earn their freedom. All of these refugees have become like prisoners, like slaves. Yeah. They, where are you supposed to go and how are you supposed to get any new life? How are you supposed to start a new life in a new place with nothing? Mm-hmm. With nothing. It's like a trillion people. Already. We're five books in to a 19-book series. Yeah. But where are they going to go? We're not growing new planets. Where are they going to go? Anyways, they take the job. Sweet. Cut to Han and Droma in disguise on Tholatin. Han's secret spot, formerly of smugglers. They're looking for hyperdrive help, and they find pirates who smuggle refugees from New Republic camps and deliver them to Yuzhan Vong target planets. Yep. Because this thing has turned into a capitalistic slavery machine. Yeah. Where this these bad actors, right, like these ill-intentioned people are offering passage from New Republic camps for refugees to a, a fresh start place. Yeah. Like a Bregado Ray. Mm-hmm. But they're actually secretly, these new safe places are actually secretly the next targets of the Vong. So when we get these two scenes back to back, it's very obvious what's about to happen to the, all those other Rin. Or so it seems, right? It seems like they're all about to sign themselves a ship to another <laughs> war destination, uh, right? Sign themselves over to a different type of slavery. It's horrifying. There is no escape. Yeah. There is no escape from the Yuzhan Vong in general right now at all. But there is no escape from this crisis of being stuck as a refugee. Yeah. Unless you make best friends with Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you get to fly a ship. And you have your own freedom. But you got to find your family. Yep. Han and Droma suppress their fury at the human traffickers and their alarm. And, hey, maybe we're not late to help with your next job. Ah, sign us up. Yeah, how quick can we get those parts? Let's go. Yeah, let's get the parts by traffic. We'll help you traffic humans. Wink. For sure. We'll do bad guy stuff. Right. We're going to pretend to help you and we'll try and sabotage you from within while saving people. Where's your next job? Ah, Ruan, of course. Yeah. So it seems like we're running towards a Rin reunion at Ruan, Tim. Mm Mm-hmm. It's coming. But are they still going to be there? Are they going to be gone? Or is this the exact shipment is going to be his family? And then he'll be gone. (laughs) Or is it like, I don't know, are they going to miss... Or are they going to crash head on? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's two ways this thread of the story goes. Either they all run into each other, which seems like it's going to be the case. It's the end of this little duology. Yep. 
we're we're coming up near the halfway point of the book. Anyway, he's got to resolve this Rin's family crisis at some point. Mm-hmm. Or are they going to just miss each other and solve it a little bit later? I don't know. How about a chapter title? Relocation runs. Recycling. Hey. Hey, <laughs> hey we're getting pretty good at this pick a title chapter title thing. Pretty good. Ugh. So I guess will our heroes make it to Ruan in time? Will they meet up? Will they miss out? Will the queen mother care that her husband still has a crush? She's a witch from Dathomir, don't you know? Mm-hmm. Will anyone be able to stop touching the Yamisk? Ha! Oh, disgusting. Yeah, that's that's not a lot of fun. Just massaging tentacles in a jelly pool. Yeah, for however many hours straight every day. And as hard as you can sometimes. Yeah, sometimes faster to get the, get the ship to speed up. Find out next week. When we cover New Jedi Order, Book 5, Agents of Chaos 2, Jedi, Not Apocalypse, Chapters 13 through 16. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. Totally tentacular, dude. (laughs) For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at jplazer. Check us out.